Hi everyone, and welcome to the Imitator, where we're discussing how to become more like Christ, one topic at a time. I'm Curtis Henry, and I'm joined by my co-host Jeremy Sutherland. Hey everyone, welcome to our first podcast ever. This podcast has been on our um, just—it's been a long time in the making. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's been on our hearts to do for a number of months. So it feels good to finally get this first episode off the ground, press the record button, and roll with it. All right, headline of the day. So an article from yesterday, January 31st, 2021, from the New York Times. Uh, the, the title is, Even Jodie Foster is Still Trying to Figure Jodie Foster Out. Yeah, this, this article was really interesting. Um, it's kind of... Uh, outlining, in my mind, it's it's just pointing to this individualistic culture so much. Just, she's just, uh, it's basically an article about, she's talking about how unique and special and not normal she is. Um, and she's just so interesting and complex. Uh, even she can't figure out who she is. It's, it's um, I, I, I'm not a, a Jodie Foster fan or critic, but um, I, I do have some thoughts on this, and I know you do too, Jeremy. And, you know, you all out there can let us know what you think. But <laughs> she, uh, it, there's, there's this one quote that she, that she came out with, and it says, A lot of people are made to be an actor on a cellular level. They can't wait to cry their eyes out in front of everyone. That's not me. But acting has made me a better person than I would have been otherwise. Because if I didn't explore these things that were scary, I was going to give a bad performance. And I wasn't willing to give a bad performance. So I had to be like, I have to go there emotionally. Um, I just felt like, uh, you know, the, the, the challenge of, of being a good actor or actress is all in how you personify or you take on a character that's different from who you are. Um, that's like the the skill of an actor and actress, right? Is is you can portray a certain character, um, even though it's so far removed from who you are. And she's she's saying that a lot of people, basically, she's saying that a lot of a lot of other actors and actresses are are already there emotionally, and it doesn't take much very much effort. But she's got this like it's very difficult for her, but she's got such a great skill and a talent that she can just go there emotionally. Um, and I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what you think about this, but I think it's just screaming, you know, individualist, like I'm, I'm experiencing something totally different and I'm nailing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm winning, winning. Yeah, winning. <laughs> You're level five. I'm level 10. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And, and like what you pulled out in, so she's saying this individualism is one short step away from pride. And I, and I, and it seems like she's very much priding herself in who she is and what she does. Um, and and I'm, follow up with how it goes on for, for some of the rest of the article. The, the, the interviewer starts kind of digging into some of the questions and it, it brings up some good points with her. Yeah, so, so the interviewer uh, later on in the article, she, she asked, you started as a professional actor when you were a small child and then for what amounts to a lifetime, you acted regularly but you don't do it much anymore. What has that meant for how you understand yourself? 
Uh, Jody responds, I think about these things a lot. I grew up in the film business, and I thought making films was the most meaningful thing anyone could do. More than being a soldier, more than being a doctor. And the world around me kept confirming that. It turns out that there are other things that are as meaningful as making movies. Wow. That's, that's a lot right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, she, yeah, this claim, you know, uh, that making films was the most meaningful thing anyone could do, more than being a soldier, more than being a doctor. Um, Jeremy, unpack that a little bit for us. All right. Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of my brother. Uh, my brother's almost 20 years in the Coast Guard, and um, he's one of the privileged few that's been able to be a Coast Guard rescue swimmer. So he, you know, he gets paid X amount of dollars to be a Coast Guard rescue swimmer, jumping out of helicopters. Like wow. he, he did, he's done his duty in Alaska. You know, he's done the midnight SAR rescue calls. And then along came in 2006, along, along came the movie The Guardian, where Kevin Costner and I think Aston Kutcher. Yeah, yeah, great uh, they, movie. They, they, you know, they, they made a movie about essentially what my brother does for a living. And it's funny because Jodie Foster is actually saying what Kevin Costner, Costner and, and Ashton Kutcher did is actually more important than what my brother does. Playing an actor or acting in a movie <laughs> is more important than actually jumping out of rescue helicopters and saving people's life. But that, that I, I don't know. That reeks of pride for me. That reeks of, like, yeah. I am I'm more important than anybody else. Yeah, and I, I to some extent, I understand, like, I mean, she, from three years old, she's in the movie industry, and people are, are you know, fawning over her gifts and, and you know, uh, she's around this all the time where people are, are telling her how wonderful she is. I think like when you're surrounded by that from such a young age, it, it would be easy to, to be puffed up, but to make a statement that, <laughs> that, uh, you know, it's, it's more meaningful than being a soldier or a doctor where, you know, they're laying down their lives. They're putting themselves on the line. Um, especially, you know, soldiers putting themselves on the line, doctors, putting themselves on the line by hours and hours of, of being in, in surgery or being, you know, just spending hours in an emergency room. Um, it's just amazing and kind of appalling to, to compare the two, um, compare being a doctor or soldier to, uh, being an actress. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. It's, it just seems silly. Yeah. So why'd you take a paycheck? <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. If you're if you're doing your job is is more meaningful than actually doing the real work. Why did you take that big paycheck for <laughs> acting the movie? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, I don't I'm curious to see how this New York Times article will be received. Uh, and um, yeah, it's it's pretty near impossible to read that that response that she gave without just dripping pride and and like you know. Uh, I think that is kind of at the root of this individualization of, of people wanting to, um, you know, promote themselves, this personal branding idea, this, um, you know, no matter what profession you're in now, you pretty much need to have a personal brand so that whether you're a realtor or, or in marketing or whatever you're, or, or social media influencer, whatever it is, you need to have your personal brand 
um, that that's uniquely you um, so that you can gain followers and you can gain influence and all these things. And, um, you know, I think this is just another thing that that supports um, that our culture is steeped in individualism. Yeah, the, and, you know, the this, this social media hasn't helped that. It's it's cultivating, like, you are an important person, and people, you need to have more followers to to make you feel better at the end of the day and make you feel like you've done something. Or mm-hmm. um, it, It's, yeah, you're, look, you're looking, and you're looking for people to satisfy that. So following up on that, if that is gaining more followers and, and on social media and uh, making better movies where you're more deeply steeped in the character that you're trying to play, if that is the path that the world is telling us we need to take is to create this like pocket niche of yourself and really be an individual what is I guess the question be what does God say about being about this whole thing of individualism and what what does the Bible have to say to us and and even us now in this culture in this time in this place yeah so what does God say about individualism I I'm you know immediately drawn to uh Ephesians 5.1, which seems to make war against individualism, where it says, Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. I mean, it's it, there's so many scriptures throughout um, throughout the Bible that, that talk about us imitating Christ or us, us being, you know, not necessarily individualists of like promoting self and and creating our own niche in whatever market we're in but but um you know but living the path that god has already laid out for us the path that jesus has already walked um yeah and i mean that was even from the beginning right like genesis 2 talks about we were created in the image of god and so with that, breaking that down, that, that God created us to be imagers of him or image bearers mm. of, of him. Yeah. And that's, that is individual in a sense as individually he gave, he didn't create us into one kind of robot or right. some kind of one, you know, being, but we, he, he gave us this autonomy. Like we have different fingerprints. We have different genetic codes like they're yeah we, we have different skill sets we, we have different you know giftings all of those things yeah you know? we bear like god is is so infinite and we're finite so we each individually bear that image of god in, in different ways and mm-hmm. and and i see that that in the new testament you know there was jesus walking among his disciples and these 12 men were learning what Jesus was calling them to do. Yeah. And I loved even how the how the names of the of of the disciples progress, you know, from the disciples and the disciples, the 12 disciples and that grew into in Acts as the church grew, um they became known as followers of the way in Acts 9. Yeah. And I love that cuz it's not <laughs> followers of a way as in, you know, any way will lead to you know, to the the truth, but it was like Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." He didn't say, "I am a way 
or a truth or mm-hmm. a life. He, he made it very specific. So as the Christ, this church started to gain momentum, like they became known as followers of the way. I, I mean, I, I love that. Yeah. Um, because they were following Jesus. They were, they, they were using their different gifts to, and the outflowings of that to, to reach so many more people, but they were still the heart of their, what they were doing was following the way of Jesus. And it wasn't until Acts chapter 11, which uh, they, we began being called Christians, you know, yeah. like mini yeah. Christ. Like, yeah. uh, and it all just speaks like, like, we can't lose sight that we are to be, like you said, Ephesians 5, be imitators of God. Hmm. Yeah, I, I love, um, you know, kind of uh, another aspect that I was thinking about was in Ephesians 4, uh, Paul's kind of talking about uh, the unity of the church. He's talking about how to unify the church. He, he's He wrote that portion of the letter to kind of, it seems, confront some ways that they were not united. And he kind of ends it with with telling and charging the believers to be, you know, imitators of God. And, you know, I think that, that does bring unity to Christians um, when we are imitators of Christ, even though we do have all these varied and different gift sets and skill sets and fingerprints and all these different things. Um, you know, this imitation of God it really... Um, you know, brings unity to to the church. Yeah. You know, if, if you've known me for a little while, you know I love uh, talking about walking with God. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we first see that, you know, in the garden, God met, was going to meet Adam and Eve. Now, they, this is, they'd sinned already and they were hiding, but it says they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And there was this, that was the relationship. We were to walk with God. And then, you know, later, I think in Ephesians uh, five or six, we, we, we pick up where Enoch walked with God and then he was not. And he didn't walk his own way. And then God met him in that. He said, he said that Enoch walked with God. And so mm-hmm. there's this, yeah, that's powerful. like deciding, like, I, I am going to choose to walk with God and and not, you know, not, not choose my own path and not do my own thing, but I want to walk with God. And so it's that spending time with God. And, mm-hmm. and we see that all the way through the Bible. Like on the road to Emmaus, disciples were walking back and they're talking. Jesus met them. They didn't even know it. And they were walking with, with Jesus. And then he begins to expound the Old, you know, Old Testament, how it all pointed to, to what he had done on the, on the cross and the perfect work. Yeah. And they didn't even know they were walking with Jesus, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then yeah. their minds are blown, and then he disappears. And then in Revelation, it finishes up. We're, we're going to walk in the light, and that light is God. And so yeah. um, it's that spending time. It's that walking with him um, that we learn how to be uh, imitators of God, how, how we, 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 we stay away from this individualistic culture where we have to be this way, we have to do that. Well, we, we can we can walk after God and, and follow His path and s- the things that He set f- before us to do. Yeah, you know, you mentioned you know in our individualist culture, we have to be this way, or ha- we have to be that. And I think, you know, it is quite stressful for young people today to feel like they have to be, they have to figure out who they are and be this individual person who 
is nuanced and has all these is is different from anybody else and and create this amazing beautiful social media account that that highlights all the reasons why they're different why you should follow their page and i you know i do think that really uh true beauty and hope and peace is found in following the example that Jesus set, you know, and, and being Christ followers um, and not trying to set ourselves apart from others, whether that's, you know, feeling like, because uh, I think usually when we're trying to set ourselves apart from others, that's uh, we, in our human minds, we automatically try to set ourselves apart from others by saying, oh, I'm better at this than them. Uh, I have this and they don't. I, you know, I have a better car. I have a better life. I have a better, you know, whatever it is, you know, I, I, you know, my kids are more behaved if you're, you know, like whatever, whatever the thing is, we're constantly in this comparison culture. So I think the individualism heightens that, you know, heightens the comparison. Um, I'm an individual over here. You're an individual over there. Whereas if we're in community, you know, there's not a lot of room for that because we're, we're growing together. Yeah, I okay. So funny story. I remember when the the first fad came out with like guys wearing girls skinny jeans, and it was like I asked I asked this one of my friends like, "What are you wearing?" You know, he's like, "Oh, these are you know skinny jeans." I'm like, "No, those are those are those are girl pants. Like they're literally girls pants." And he's like, "Well, yeah, like this is the style." Like he was trying to like create his own niche, but he was just doing what everybody like all of his peers were doing wearing these girl jeans. I'm like, dude, this doesn't, don't know. <laughs> okay, moment of truth here. Okay. I had a friend in, <laughs> in uh, junior high, um, and he was bold enough to be the first guy in school to wear purple skinny jeans. And it was actually against the school dress code, um, and I thought it was so amazing. Uh, so I like had to get my own purple skinny jeans. I got like every color I could imagine. I was wearing like I was kind of a punk kid, so I was wearing like a studded belt with like these. Anyway, it's um yeah. So I was that kid. Okay, I was that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I hope I didn't offend you. But it's true. Like who we who we spend time with, mm-hmm. or or time around, or or time observing, we, yeah. we tend to become like that. We want to be individuals, but. But we have this natural propensity just to become like everybody else. And I love, you know, you, you see uh, couples as they age, like they, they both go to their closets and pick out clothes and somehow they both end up wearing salmon pink like the <laughs> same day. Like, and they, look, they begin looking like each other. And, you know, yeah. like as we spend time with coworkers or, you know, you begin to talk or act like those around us, you know, even going back to Jodie Foster, you know, she's grown up in this, this, uh, Hollywood culture. And mm-hmm. how has that affected her worldview and how has that, you know, a- answered her questions or not answered questions. So I think for the Christian, for us, uh, of the way as us as followers of, of Christ, like, are we spending that time with Jesus? Are we letting, are we, are we choosing to imitate God rather than man around us or rather than the, the things that we see. And I think I think that's that would be what my hope from this first episode is just who are we spending time with and who are we allowing to influence us, you know? Um, my hope would be it would be Jesus. Yeah, I think that's something that we can all, you know, think about this week. Um, and, and we kind of 
want want you to do that. We don't want to give you a nice packaged up um, plan of exactly how you can work it out in your life because it looks different for everybody. I think uh, you know what we need to do in response to this. So uh, thanks for listening. We are uh, really excited about this podcast. We really believe God has uh, given us this platform and and the desire to do this uh, specifically. You know, to to help us become better imitators of God. That's why we're calling it the Imitator Podcast. Uh, if you get a chance, share this with a friend, subscribe to our channel, and thank you for joining us on the Imitator Podcast, where we're discussing how to become more like Christ, one topic at a time. We'll see you next week. God bless. God bless. Yeah.